Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's the Cindy Adams Show, 77 WABC. Now I am going to speak with my longtime friend, one of the world's best chefs, world-class chef. His name is David Burke, and I love him. And I have been to his restaurants a thousand times, and I'm so pleased to be able to talk with him. So, I am now speaking to David Burke, who's one of the biggest high-class chefs New York or practically any other place has ever had. I would like to first ask you, my friend, about Thanksgiving. Do you know anything about their first meal? About the first Thanksgiving? Yeah. Did they have turkey? Uh, I think they did. I, I can't, I'm not a, a food uh, historian, but I'm pretty sure... They had turkey, and they certainly had pumpkins, and I wouldn't be, uh, and they definitely had corn, and they definitely had cranberries, because that's all from the Northeast, and I think there was a ton of turkeys back then. If they, uh, if they were, if they landed, if they landed in the Midwest, they would have been eating bison. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bison. How do you get bison on a plate? Okay. So, tell me... Tell me, we'll go, we're going back to Thanksgiving in a minute, but tell me what's happening with the, the, the concept of tipping. I don't understand. Are we now supposed to not tip, or are we supposed to tip? How does it work now in a restaurant, David? Well, that's a, you know, that's a great question. The, the, the non-tip, uh, a couple years ago, the great Danny Meyer tried, and a couple other restaurateurs tried to get rid of the tipping and go to the more... Uh, the, the European model of uh, service compris. Yeah. And I, some of the better waiters left. Now, uh, so I think it's one of those things where unless everybody's going to do it, it's not going to work. And I think that what has happened in uh, New York City, the minimum wage was raised for wage staff quite, quite nicely. And minimum wage is $15 in New York City for dishwasher or any minimum worker. For a waiter, it's $12. Now, the question is, if you're making almost close to minimum wage, why are we tipping 20% when in New Jersey, a waiter makes $3 an hour and he's still only getting 20%? So I think that people aren't aware of that. So the wait staff in New York, and they deserve to make good money, don't get me wrong, but good, especially the really good ones. They make a... They make probably on average, depending on the restaurants, you know, the restaurants we operate are probably 40 to 50, $60 an hour, if not more in some of the others. So it's not, it's it's a great job. Um, So tipping is to ensure prompt service. So it shouldn't be a set amount. It should be the amount you think is proper for the service you got, you know, but you know, everybody, feels an obligation to tip X, Y, Z percent because that's how society 20% is. isn't 20% about what it is. 20% it would be the, the customary rate of what a waiter would expect and what 
egg diner usually leaves. We 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 kind of track our waiters to see who gets twenty two percent versus who gets seventeen yeah, percent. Yeah. And if you go below twenty percent, we think that maybe you're not giving good service. And if you're above twenty, we 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 give you credit. Right? We <laughs> okay. we like that. Okay. Okay. Now tell me before we go back into Thanksgiving, what is your opinion about the outdoor restaurants? And should we continue them in the bitter winter? We have rats and roaches and all kinds of things. I, uh, I've never been at this. The pandemic came. It was very helpful for many restaurants. We didn't build the outdoor uh, box in our restaurant. We had a bicycle lane put in. We had a bicycle lane put in in front of our restaurant in February during the middle of the pandemic. Like there's a lot of bikers in February, but I, um, I, I don't like the look of it. I think it causes traffic and it fills up all the garages. And I think you're right. I, I think for uh, the amount of half of the Board of Health gives us inside a restaurant and in the kitchen, I would, I'm shocked that they're not writing something for what's going on out there. And I think they're ugly. It looks, I think it makes New York look ugly. Also, you know, people who live on the street can't go to sleep because there's a noise that's going on all the time. Possibly, also, there's another problem. You could get hit by a bus while you're out there. There are, but but restaurateurs all seem to want to have it. Well, the restaurateurs that can afford to build one, and the restaurateurs that have the space. For example, I can't build one because I got a bicycle uh, uh, thing. So it's not fair to me that my neighbor down the street has an extra fifty seats that he doesn't pay rent for, and I can't do the seats. No, I understand. What are you doing? Where are you doing anything? Thanksgiving. We're at we're 135 E62nd David Burke Tavern. That's been open for several years. Um, that's one block from where David Burke... Wait a minute. Uh, Give me the address again. What's the address? 135 E62nd. Okay. And then, Park and, and, and the name of it? David Burke Tavern. I want to make sure everybody... Has it. Okay, you're open for Thanksgiving. Is that it? A hundred percent, yes. Okay, okay. Now, and can we're you check? Also open it. Yes. Go ahead, go. What? We got turkeys to go also, if you go to our website. We're, we're, we're making uh, 50 orders of turkey to go, where you pick it up in the morning, the bird's cooked, and all the sides and the pies and everything else. So it's a one stop shop. How do you cook this turkey thing? There, that's always as dry as a bone. How do you cook it? You ask the right guy. I'll tell you. <laughs> I once cooked the turkey in a dishwasher on a Today Show, but I'm not going to complicate things. <laughs> but that. <laughs> but in the rest, in the restaurant, and I did this on the uh, on TV. We t- in the restaurant we bone out the turkey. We take the legs off the turkey. Because they have to, and we roll, we stuff and roll them up so that we get uniform slices. And we cook the legs separately from the breast because they have to be cooked separately in order for the white meat to remain moist and the dark meat to cook. So we we do the legs and the breast separately. Um, And, uh, you know, we have a bakery in New Jersey, so we bake all the pies for the restaurants for that holiday there. And, you know, we make the cranberry dressing, two different stuffings. I happen to like... Thanksgiving, you know, one of one of the reasons it's hard for chefs to do Thanksgiving is we only get to practice once a year. You know, we don't make we don't make stuffing and turkey in, in a fine dining restaurant. But my career started in the River Cafe and Park Ave Cafe, 
and then my own restaurant. So I've always been open on holidays. So I've I've made thirty five turkey dinners now, so I'm getting pretty good at it. I've been to a hundred of your restaurants. Every one of them is wonderful. You used to have I, one on the East Sixties that I went to all the time, and I sort yeah, of miss was, you. I miss you, baby. Yeah. Did you ever have a you yourself personally? Did you ever have a lousy Thanksgiving when you were a kid? My mom's one of the worst cooks in New Jersey. I love her. (laughs) (laughs) So did you have lousy turkey? (laughs) If it wasn't for applesauce, I would have starved to death. (laughs) Okay. Tell us how people at home can cook this dry, lousy bird. I'd I'd rather have a lamb chop, for God's sake. But tell me how to cook it. Turkey, here's what you want to do. If you can, you want to take the legs off the carcass and cook them separately and cook them well done. And the breast will cook. The breast, you only have to put in the oven for two, an hour and a half or two hours because the white meat cooks a lot quicker than the dark meat. Now, if you want to have the big bird presentation, what you should do is cook the whole bird on the carcass and then when the white meat's cooked with a thermometer, about 135, 140, take, then you, you want to cut the legs open away from the carcass and butterfly them open and let them cook from the inside out. It's the only way to do it. Otherwise, if you cook the turkey whole, by the time the legs are cooked, the, the white meat is going to be dry. There's no, it's just the anatomy of the turkey is not meant to be cooked whole. you got two different temperature meats. I don't know. This seems to me an, an awful lot of work. That's it. better to be invited than to have to actually cook. <laughs> but but you the next day we're stuck with turkey soup, turkey hash, turkey meatballs, turkey whatever. How much stuff can you make out of this one lousy turkey? Well, the, the, you know, you want to you figure one and a half pound turkey feeds one person. So, you know, if you want the leftovers, you get great. I make pancakes and I dice up the turkey and the turkey pancakes. I put it in the batter. Yeah. And I make a turkey pancake and I put the cranberry relish with maple syrup as a sauce. And that's another way to get rid of it. How many turkey sandwiches can you (laughs) eat? Where can you get that? Where can you buy that? Where can you eat that? Oh, it's delicious. You got to go to one of my old cookbooks that's out of print on eBay. And uh, we have we have a couple of we give you tips on we call it second day dishes, not leftovers. Um, you can make soup from the sweet potatoes, you know, uh, and the veggies. You know, you make a frittata or something. But again, you know, it's one of those lazy weekends after Thursday Thanksgiving where you do a lot of picking, and eventually by Monday, hopefully your fridge is cleaned out. Okay, can you want to tell us? Where are some of your restaurants so we can all go to them? I'm going to go to yeah, your 135 East 62 Street very shortly. That is, that is David Burke Tavern. We yeah. have seven restaurants in New Jersey and a bakery in New Jersey. We, we're in Fort Lee, West New York, Morristown, East Brunswick, Rumson, Seabright, Union Beach, and the bakeries in it. Town called Keensburg, New Jersey, the Dixie Lee Bakery. It's 85 years old. We just bought it. So if you need a pie or anything sweet for the holidays, we're there. Okay, sweetie, I want to thank you. I'm going to hang up. 
I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to go to your restaurant shortly, and I miss seeing you, hon. Hey, I'm glad to hear your voice. Happy holidays, and let me know when you come in. I, I will, still remember David. talking to you, and the first time I met you when I was in the, my, in the 90s at Park Avenue Cafe. I remember that. Listen, sweetie, I was at the first giving back in the 1600s, so you don't have to go far from me. <laughs> Thank you, lovey. Thank you, honey. Okay. See you later. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.